Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Welcome to Sunday celebration of Mass. Today the church celebrates the 26th Sunday in ordinary time, and especially in the readings of today's Mass we hear of the importance of the love and the mercy of God. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God, in the highest and on earth, peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you are the Holy One, you are the Lord, you are the Most High, Jesus Christ. With the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who manifests your almighty power, above all by pardoning and showing mercy, bestow, we pray, your grace abundantly upon us and make those hastening to attain your promises heirs to the treasure of heaven. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. 
A reading from the prophet Ezekiel. The word of the Lord was addressed to me as follows. You object. What the Lord does is unjust. Listen, you house of Israel, is what I do unjust? Is not what you do that is unjust? When the upright one renounces their integrity to commit sin and dies because of this, they die because of the evil that they themselves have committed. When the sinner renounces sin to become law-abiding and honest, they deserve to live. They have chosen to renounce their previous sins, and they shall certainly live. They shall not die. The word of the Lord. Remember your mercy, Lord. Lord, make me know your ways. Lord, teach me your paths. Make me walk in your truth and teach me, for you are God my Saviour. And remember your mercy, Lord, and the love you have shown from of old. Do not remember the sins of my youth. In your love remember me because of your goodness, O Lord. The Lord is good and upright. He shows his path to those who stray. He guides the humble in the right path. He teaches his way to the poor. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. If our life in Christ means anything to you, if love can persuade at all, or the spirit that we have in common, or any tenderness or sympathy, then be united in your convictions and united in your love with a common purpose and a common mind. That is the one thing which would make me completely happy There must be no competition among you, no conceit, but everybody must be self-effacing. Always consider the other person to be better than you, so that nobody thinks of their own interests first, but everybody thinks of other people's interests instead. In your minds, you must be the same as Christ Jesus. The word of the Lord. Please stand. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, What's your opinion? Someone has two sons. They went and said to the first, My boy, you go and work in the vineyard today. And he answered, I will not go. But afterwards thought better of it and went. The man then went and said the same thing to the second, who answered, Certainly, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did the father's will? The first they said. And Jesus said to them, I tell you solemnly, tax collectors and prostitutes are making their way into the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you a pattern of true righteousness, but you did not believe him, and yet the tax collectors and the prostitutes did. Even after seeing that, you refused to think better of it and believe in him. The Gospel of the Lord.
between the years 620 and 562 BC, uh, tales told by a man called Aesop were collected. He's said to have been a slave who lived in ancient Greece and was, of course, a storyteller. These stories for many centuries uh, were told, first of all, in an oral form, but it was only some centuries after his death that these were written down. Today, these tales are still written down, still told, and still reflected upon. And many of these you will know from your own childhood and maybe from your own adult life as well. The story of the tortoise and the hare is a story that comes from him, and it's still told uh, to children and adults. You'll know the story, the tortoise, so slow, and the hare, so fast, take part in a race. And of course, only one of, the winner, only one of them seems uh, possible to be the winner. The hare sets off at great speed and then thinks that he doesn't have to hurry but that he'll rest and then of course falls asleep. And the tortoise, moving slowly, finishes the race before the hare. It's meant to be a kind of cautionary tale, isn't it? Just because you rush and hurry, you don't always get there first. And of course, you don't often do the right thing uh, very often if you go in a rush to things as well. Another fable by Aesop, which is well known to us, is the wolf in sheep's clothing. The sheep themselves, of course, are right, rightly frightened of the, the wolf uh, and run away at the sight of him. But when he comes to them disguised in sheep's clothing, they are taken in by it and their guard falls. Again, it's a kind of cautionary tale, isn't it? about not being taken in by what appears on the outside, not to be taken in by what people appear to be. Aesop's fables that are written and recited so long ago uh, are still read today. Uh, People are still taken on, if you like, by the simplicity of them, but also by the truth of the message that lies within them. Jesus himself, as we know, Likewise, like to tell stories and parables. We're not sure whether these stories or parables that he tells are actually original to him, whether they were known already by his listeners, whether he picked them up from some other people. Although very much taken from their time, though, just like Aesop's fables, they are things that we can identify with in our own life. Today, Jesus tells this story in the Gospel passage about two sons that are engaged in a task. One grumbles, looks as if they're not going to do it, but does it. And one says that he'll do it, but doesn't in actual fact do it. We can recognise that situation. Every family and household can know that situation itself. That dripping tap that is never fixed that kitchen door that has screws needing tightened and are hanging off and doesn't close properly is never fixed. That path needing cleared is never done. Promises that are given, but tasks that are never done. But then very often we find a person who looks unlikely to do the thing, who 
who says that they're unwilling to do it, grumbles about it, and unexpectedly, unexpectedly does the thing and the task in hand. It is, of course, a human situation that all of us can recognise and identify with of two kinds of people, people who promise everything and don't do it, but the unwilling soul that very often surprises us and comes up with the evidence to the contrary. Is this story original to Jesus? Um, Has he borrowed it from someone else? Well, in actual fact, we don't know. But it's a story that we can humanly identify with ourselves. But what is true about the story is the unusual context that Jesus himself sets it down in. For he compares the religious authorities themselves, so well known to his listeners, and the tax collectors as well. And casts one side, if you like, as people who promise to do something and don't come up with the goods. And then the other people who are unexpected to do the right thing actually turn out to be the ones that are the heroes of the story. All of us have biases, don't we? People that we think are good and people that we think are bad. People who wear black hats, people who wear white hats. And Jesus' listeners, like us, were no different. They wouldn't have thought that the people in the story uh, were the tax collectors themselves and prostitutes would be the ones that would do the will of God. And yet Jesus himself cast them as the heroes of the story. There seems to me to be something really radical about this story and many of the stories that Jesus himself tells. In this passage that we've listened to, those that were regarded to be the worst elements of society end up being the ones that are closest to God, not those that are religious people and people who ostentatiously do God's will. There is something deeply radical in these words, if you like, those that society very often throw away and give up on are highly regarded in this story and these are the ones that come out ending up on top. There's no doubt then that this story itself has an element of surprise just like the stories that Aesop told as well about that tortoise and the hare and the wolf in sheep's clothing there's an unexpected twist in it. In our mind's eye, we very often, don't we, divide people into camps. People we expect to do the right thing and people that we have no expectation of doing the right thing, the good and the bad. But we are often proved wrong. The person who promises much often disappoints. The person who promises little often is the one who surprises us. Jesus himself if you like, seems to think differently from us on so many occasions. That story of the one lost sheep and the 99 uh, that are kept safe. And of course, the story is all about going in search of the one sheep. The son who has gone wrong in his life ends up getting mercy. The coin of little value 
is the one that is sought out. It's a different way of looking at things. And of course, what we're hearing here is something that's important for all of us to listen to. Nothing is lost, even a little coin, even a sheep, even a son who doesn't deserve mercy. And the tax collectors and the prostitutes, they also are found worthy. What we're listening to then in this story and in the other stories is all about the divine mercy. There couldn't, in this society in which Jesus himself lived, been a bigger wall that separated those that were tax collectors and prostitutes from those that were the religious authorities. And yet Jesus himself seems to favour those that are the tax collectors and the prostitutes. What we're listening to in the story then is of God's mercy, how God himself deals mercifully with everyone, but especially those that we least think of. And isn't it a radical story where the tables themselves are turned? And in our own mind's eye, we also have that kind of prejudice very often. We think certain people are good and certain people not so good. Think some people are worthy of mercy and others not so. And yet this story itself puts those who are tax collectors and prostitutes up the queue. And it's as true today as it is for then as well. That God himself has a strange way of showing his mercy, especially to those that are poor and needy. God's mercy throws open the gates of heaven to all, especially to tax collectors and people who people think notorious and public sinners. It's all about God's mercy. It can only then be in these stories one single thing, God's mercy, this unfathomable mystery, this gift of mercy that is rich and abundant in so many ways, a gift that spills over and a gift that never, ever runs out. Please stand. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things are made. For as men for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. He sent and was seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. 
and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray for all our needs. And we pray especially for those who are struggling in these times. And we pray for those who are doctors and nurses caring for the sick. And we pray for the safety of all people in these times. And we pray for Pope Francis that he will lead and encourage the church. And we pray for all of those who have died. Lord, hear us. Heavenly Father, we ask you to grant our prayers which we make with renewed confidence through Christ our Lord. Gifts of bread and wine, gifts we've offered, fruits of sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Grant us, O merciful God, that this our offering may, be, may find acceptance with you, and that through it the wellspring of all blessings may be laid open before us. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For in you we live and move and have our being, and while in this body we not only experience the daily effects of your care, but even now possess the pledge of a life eternal. For having received the first fruits of the Spirit, through whom you raised up Jesus from the dead, we hope for an everlasting share in the Paschal mystery. And so with the angels we praise you, as in joyful celebration we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna to you. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna to you. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. 
for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held as worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, our spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb.
heavenly mystery, O Lord, restore us in mind and body, that we may be co-heirs in glory with Christ, to whose suffering we are united, whenever we proclaim his death, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. Thanks for being at Mass today, and uh, very nice to see you all here uh, today at Mass. Uh, just to tell you that uh, Mass during the week will be on Wednesday and Friday at 10 o'clock, uh, so for anyone that would like to come to Mass, uh, just come along, don't have to register online, just uh, we'll take your names just at the, the door, there's not uh, usually uh, the 50 maximum uh, just now, so uh, safety comes if you like uh, for that Mass, so it's so Wednesday and Friday, uh, and also there'll be an hour of prayer on uh, Monday evening from uh, 6 till 7, so if you'd like to come then and uh, also be time for confession at that time as well. So if, you, if you'd like your confession here, please feel free to come uh, at that time. Um, I know that uh, many of you are finding these restrictions uh, very difficult, and uh, I would kind of think we're not hearing the end of it. Uh, there might be more on the way uh, as well. Uh, so just to let you know that uh, thinking about you and praying uh, for you in these times, and again, just to ask you to... Be mindful of other people as well, uh, your neighbours, your uh, people who are elderly around about you, people who are sick, people maybe that don't have anybody to support them. Please be mindful of them and, and keep an eye out for them and, and support them in the ways that you can. So uh, in that sense, we'll, we'll, we'll all get through it uh, and we'll all get through it together. And that's, I think that's uh, one of the important messages that we all need to come together in the best way that we can uh, and support each other. So uh, very much thinking about you and, and praying for you. And if you, if you do need my help in any way, then please uh, don't hesitate uh, to get in contact. Feel free to, to phone or come to the, the door, whatever it might be, or anybody else that you might know that might need the help of the parish as well. So please stand for the final blessing. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Lord, the light of your love is shining In the midst of the darkness shining Jesus, light of the world, shine upon us Set us free by the truth you now bring us. Shine on me, shine on me. Shine, Jesus, shine. Fill this land with the Father's glory. Please, Spirit, please set our hearts on fire. Flow, river flow, flood 
into your awesome presence from the shadows into your radiance by the blood i may enter your brightness search me try me consume all my darkness shine on me Send forth your word. 